What's good, podcast fam? It's your boy, Jason Craig, a.k.a. the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead, here on the Brang the Popcorn podcast. I'm here with my two boys today, Robbie Bear and Adam Sampson. What's up, y'all? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what up, podcast world? Well, y'all, this is the first episode of 2022. This year's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. We got... Um, we're going to review Cobra Kai or what, or what I like to call it, just watching kids beat the shit out of each other for 30 minutes straight, 10 episodes <laughs> long. Or now 40. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> 40 episodes of just child abuse. I love it. Then we are going to hey, watch. Hey, it's not abuse if they do it to each other. Well, I mean. In other seasons, adults did beat them up, but that's besides the point. <laughs> right. Um, then we're going to close things out with a movie that I'll have to talk about when we get to it, but it has a good cast at least. The 355 with Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, and Lupita Nyong'o. And we are also going to talk about a sad, tragic death to start off 2022. And we'll talk about the clown known as Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but for right now, let's talk about that good old-fashioned nostalgia. Now, Adam, you are older than me and Robbie. When did you first see The Karate Kid? Well, believe it or not, The Karate Kid, like all of the movies actually came out before I was born. But um, I want to say I was around like six years old when I first watched it because that's when the one with uh, Hillary Swank came out. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, I kind of want to watch the other ones. So, you know, when I watched it, it, it was pretty cool. You know, it, it was one of those things. Hadn't really seen anything like that. But since I'm a 90s kid, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I'm team three ninjas, by the way, and I don't care what no one says. Three ninjas is what's better than the Karate Kid series to me, but I'm not Cobra Kai say that. is better than three ninjas, though. I will say that. Well, for me, it was a Sunday afternoon, or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. And I saw the karate, the first Karate Kid on ABC Family, which I now think is freeform. I don't know, they they still trying to figure that out but i was like you know what this is actually kind of nice it's kind of cool seeing kids seeing kids yeah. fight each other in the karate tournament because believe it or not but believe it or not like most movies that have karate tournaments mostly with adults fighting to the death so so it's it was nice to see like a karate tournament around revolved around kids and it showed how how evil kids can be because they legit tried to kill this kid daniel but <laughs> yeah man so hey I, man that's why the expression is cruel as school children exist I, oh trust me i or 80s school children 80s 80s kids 80s school kids back in like in movies they are the worst. They are li- they are legit little homicidal maniacs. Or the seventies, if you want to watch Toxic Avenger. Nah, I, I, I've seen more movies from the eighties <laughs> than I have the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> well, the Toxic Avenger. You want to talk about 
pure evil. Like it literally in the Toxic Avenger, a teenager literally hit a little girl with a car. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe Damn. she maybe she shouldn't moved out the way. But no, anyway, no, they were speeding. <laughs> she didn't. Yeah, like they they killed her on purpose. Well, damn. Got yeah. to be more, well, yeah, got to be a, more that, careful. Yeah, that, that movie was violent. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I wasn't uh, 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 the biggest fan of Toxic Revenger, though. I'll be honest. I, I would. I wasn't either. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai is is definitely one of the best shows I've watched in a while. Um, wait, 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 wait. Before we talk about it, before we talk about it. All right. Let's uh let's check out the trailer for uh, season four. Okay. If John and I can actually work together and we win, Cobra Kai will be out of business. We gotta take things to the next level. Eagles do not respond. They swoop down and take whatever they want. First, you gotta learn how to fly. Come on, we're gonna get sued here. Uh, sue me for what? Tighten that cord. Our enemies are working together. They are combining their styles to beat us. But there is only one way. And the only other person who knows how to teach Cobra Kai is you. Now we're talking. <laughs> you miss this, don't you? I just want to make sure this time we win. To beat the enemy, show me wax on, wax off. It helps to know the enemy's playbook. Balance is crucial. Man can't stand. He can't fight. Daniel LaRusso. Does it really come down to this? Johnny Lawrence playing second fiddle? I just want what's best for Miguel and all of your students. So now you know what's best for Miguel. Circle around things your whole life. Wait for problems to show up at your doorstep. You cannot strike first with this guy. You just don't want to admit there's always been a little Cobra Kai in you. Everybody thinks their way is the only way. You. My dad, Cobra Kai. The truth is, it doesn't matter which way you fight as long as it works. No fighting until the tournament. We'll settle this on the mat. It's time to step into the future. This proposal will revolutionize the tournament by a show of hands. God help us all. Welcome to the 51st annual Now, before we start, that little line of talking about revolutionizing tournament, that was some BS. I was thinking they were going to do some amazing shit. Come to find out they just got Carrie Underwood and they just added a few more competitions to the <laughs> tournament. I was like, you motherfuckers. You <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of predicted that. I'm like, what, what, what are they going to do? Just add a, a girls division? Like, honestly, I expected what happened. You know what I mean? Like, 
they basically gave it the same tournament style as uh, have y'all ever seen that movie sidekicks no no well it's it was this movie back in the early 90s it was basically a uh a ripoff of a karate kid except it took place in texas and i want to say the girl that played wendy from wonder years was in it oh okay and and the guy who was the voice of aku was his math was the main kid's master and the main kid i want to say was in never ending story too because they changed sebastian in every single one of those movies for some weird reason i have no idea why but yeah but yeah man let me just tell y'all this. I love this show. I'm going to tell you how much I love this show. I binged this whole four seasons in a week preparing for this show. It's easy to get through. <laughs> it's easy to get through. Because yeah. I, I started this, like, I started Cobra Kai back when it was still on YouTube, when they were still had them YouTube bucks going into it. And I was like, you know, it's cool now, but I, I then was not going to pay no $15 for YouTube Red. So I didn't get a chance to see it. But now that's on Netflix. I say, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm glad I did. Y'all inject that Cobra Kai venom into my veins. This shit's good. This, this shit is really good. And one of the main reasons why this show is good is because they continue character development that they started 35 years ago. With Ralph Macchio's Daniel, and I forgot. Um, William Zabka. Yeah, and William mm-hmm. Zabka's Johnny. 35 years of character development still going. And I love every minute of this show. I love the kid actors. Even though at first, I was telling Robbie at first, the fight choreography was kind of stiff. But I, I, but I couldn't blame him because, like I said, it was that YouTube budget. YouTube was barely throwing out money to these YouTube premium shows at first. So I'm going to give it some slack because it did get better as the seasons went on. But, yeah, man, yeah. but what? Oh, well, I was going to say, I'm not going to lie, though. My favorite, like, way that a season was ended, though, was season two. Like, that, that was pretty tight. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite scenes in the um in the whole series. I kept hyping, I kept hyping it up to uh Jason when he was watching it, and I said, "Just wait till you get to season two because we gonna talk about this, <laughs> right?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Jason just literally texted me, Robbie. I saw that season finale. All I could say is, "What the fuck?" LOL. Right. <laughs> I mean, like that. Like when I first, I did not expect that episode to literally escalate the way that it did. I mean. I felt like I was watching like the Dark Knight Rises or like Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones, <laughs> like in one in a, in a whole school. Man, like, right. Let me, let me tell you about these kids, y'all. See, <laughs> these kids. Now, everybody talking about bringing the Warriors back. I don't want it as a movie. I want it as a show. If you can find, if you can give me ten episodes of gamers beating the shit out of each other, like you, like we got here. I like it, but these kids are crazy. These kids legit go into arcades, fights during school. That like they will legit. It's on site wherever they go. It is legit on site wherever they go. But I love it because it's fun and it's entertaining. And I'm surprised that nobody brings a gun out because some of this shit they do. Hey, I'm had to pull the blicky out on them, especially hey, the man. Noise- 
they can't do that. That would take the honor out of it. The Cobra Kai ain't got no honor. Shit. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. I mean, a little you bit. saw what Terry Silver did uh, <laughs> in the season four. For oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terry Silver. Terry Silver's a, a mf -er, man. I, yeah, I hate that dude. And uh, of course, and then of course, uh, you saw. You know, Johnny. Johnny was gonna. Um, and we'll talk about this a little later. But you know, Johnny is starting to dishonor someone who's dishonorable. So, and you'll see. We'll talk about more about it when we get to the season four finale. But what makes this show great um, is that. It's the perfect example of what character development is really supposed to be like no character supposed to be like perfect and, you know, have their issues solved. I mean, it's even though it, it could go, it can go back and forth sometimes like between Johnny and Daniel, but man, like, yeah, the fight choreography, it does start off a little, you know, starts off a little cheap, but you know, it's, um, but it's like very well done. I think the set design is great. Even though it takes place in California, like Chico Hills and uh, um, I want to say it's Chico Hills. I think Chico Hills is one of them. Um, I know it takes. I, I think Reseda, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in Reseda. Yeah, it's in Reseda. Yeah, so it takes place in um, Reseda in California, but it's shot in Atlanta. I actually went to a couple of the. Uh, oh really? Spots where they shot it. Yeah, one of the yeah one of the studios, West End Production Park. That's where they shot part of it. Because when I saw the scene in season four. Where uh, where Sam like jumps jumps up to the other other uh, um, to the other side of the building to the other building, I was actually on the on one of those roofs uh, roofs um, when I was trying to find a place to shoot there. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so really, yeah, I was um yeah it's 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 pretty close to my house actually. So um, it's yeah yeah I shot the um um I did a short I did a short film there I didn't shoot it but I wrote a short film there um. Which he was, I'll, which I'll post. I'll post in the um in the link. I'll send it to Jason when he when he posts when he edits this. But um, I was watching, and also that um that video I sent you guys because I was the PA for the Vanity Fair event when they you know Tanner Buchanan, Jolo, uh, Mary Mouse, and Peyton List, the ones who play like Tori, Mary, Robbie, and um um and Miguel. Like I was the PA on that on that um that Vanity 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 fair project and i was watching the whole thing and they were in mary mouse she was talking about how her stunt double like the scene where she like jumps over jumps to um to the other building she said that that um her stunt double literally observed her um running and she literally practiced running horribly mm. no. <laughs> wow yeah. but yeah man that i will say that even though they still picked up by netflix well, you can still tell that they they on a they on a small budget because some of them effects, I'm yeah. Like, oh, them effects kind of rough. I don't know if y'all remember. The, I don't know if y'all remember when uh, Miguel had broke his uh or like he kind of he got paralyzed. How can we forget? Oh, that was yeah. a big part of them. That was a big turning point. Yes, in this no, I'm talking about the way it looked when he was falling. You could tell it was just green screen. And also, the yeah, part yeah, where, but that uh, was still when they was on the YouTube budget. I mean, it didn't yeah. get no, it didn't get no better with the Netflix budget. Like Netflix said, "Hey, look, we're gonna pick y'all up, but don't expect no more money. You gonna get, <laughs> you, gonna get <laughs> you gonna get like a few extra dollars, but don't expect no more money because uh, we might have, we gotta pay to bring some of these people back." Which right. talk, which talking about people back. One thing I do like about this show is it has a huge respect and love for the source material, and I think that's also because. Um, Ralph Macchio and the dude that plays Johnny, 
they, I think they're executive producers on, on this project. Yep. So mm-hmm. I do like that they're respecting it. I love how they're still bringing in Mr. Miyagi because Mr. Miyagi or the or the dude who played Mr. Miyagi, he's the one, he's the reason for this whole project. So I'm really mm-hmm. I'm glad that they honored them. I'm glad I got to see characters from Karate Kid, both one, two, and three. Hillary Swank, she's probably gonna get her check sooner or later. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't think Netflix can afford Hillary Swank. You know, that that's a two-time. Oscar winner right there. Yeah, <laughs> Net, Net, Netflix can do it. Trust me, Net, Netflix can do it. But what's I mean, Hillary Swank? Do, what's Hillary Swank doing now? Yeah, I was about to say she has fallen off pretty pretty far. Let's be honest with ourselves. You know, you don't really see Hillary swinking swinking blockbusters anymore. Yeah, so she's gonna take that Netflix money. She's gonna take that Netflix money. Yeah, matter of fact, the last thing I saw her in was like some little parody thing about some liberals that killed uh, conservatives or something like that. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you're <laughs> talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, man, I just love how they keep on. If you have not watched any of the Karate Kid movies, don't worry. This show has plenty of flashbacks to catch you up. Oh, yeah. They'll throw those flashbacks at you. I mean, they'll... um. Like and that's that's what I re- I re- that's what I really really like about it because I don't even remember when when um when Daniel said oh I used to be part of Cobra Kai I'm like what and they showed the flashbacks I'm like oh this actually yeah. happened <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, in uh in uh Karate Kid three he was in Cobra Kai yeah 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 because um that was the same one where Terry Silver was also terrorizing him and I thought it was so funny when they poked fun at the plot of Cobra of uh, Karate Kid Part three he said when um. When Silver and uh, Crease were talking, he said, "I'm over that now, Crease. I I terrorized a a fifteen year a fifteen sixteen year old boy, even, seventeen seventeen or seventeen year old boy. <laughs> even saying that out loud now sounds insane, <laughs> right? <laughs> like this show, yeah. this show is self aware and it knows what it is, and I love it for it. But not only do I like the like the veteran cast from the movies, I love the kids, man. The kids do a great yeah. job. Oh yeah, man. Like uh, uh, especially Robbie, man. Like he, he's my dude up in there, you know. Like yeah, he he back and forth and everything, but like as far as like actors go and stuff, I think he nails it the best. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's between me. It's between him and Miguel for me. Now I I like I like all these characters, but like characters that I kind of started to grow to like. Was Dimitri and Eli, or AKA Hawk? Yeah, yeah. Eli was actually my favorite. Was definitely my um was definitely definitely my favorite character because he went from being you know the kid who was bullied to being to becoming the bully and to be and all the way through his redemption arc in season four because I thought his arc um was is just is just perfect the way it's all put together you know and I like the part where when he's fighting um Robbie in, in the in the finale. Where he's um, where he takes his shirt um, when he takes his shirt off, and you see like the hawk tattoo on his back. I when, when it was in slow motion, I kind of saw that as you know he's kind of balancing both sides of him, like what he was before and like what he is you know now. And he was like you know coming to terms with it, coming to terms with his decision making, and you know and just trying to you know uh you know and um achieve like retribution so that's what so i thought that was really nice that's the way i looked at it i was telling um i was asking um after he plays him i said 
you know, when I first saw Cobra Kai, I did not expect your character to develop this way and go to this direction. He just laughed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm not gonna lie, I did like that too. Like in the like uh when he you know was fighting Robbie or whatnot, it was like okay, all right, time for Hawk to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, yeah, no, nah, this ain't Eli no more. This is Hawk, bitch. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. Like it just they develop all these characters pretty well, and I'm and it's amazing how they can develop them because there's a lot of characters that we know. Like part of the main, there's a lot of characters in the main cast that we have to focus on. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now, my girlfriend, she does not like how they keep on bringing up Mr. Miyagi. Me, I, I, I'm sorry. Me personally, I love it just because I was, I, I was always a fan of the teachings that Mr. Miyagi gave to Daniel. Like because it really, like in the show, it shows you that. Mr. Miyagi helped shape Daniel to be the man who he is now. I mean, sure, he messes up, but that's another part of another thing I like about the show is that they let these characters have flaws. Yeah, Danny may be rich and he may have a good looking wife and some good kids. Well, well, one of them is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that other one is a little oh, shit. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about Anthony. We're we yeah. going to talk about, about him because I, I have a lot to say about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and, but- and, and I'm going to be honest with you, though, man. To me, it seems like Daniel kind of downgraded because uh, let, let's be honest, man. Elizabeth Shue and, uh, you know, his other girl from Karate Kid, too, looks better than her to it's me. A- it's just subjective, but like, but either way, I mean, like, like they thicker than she is, so you know, I like my thickness. You know? <laughs> all right, Adam. This is how it is, man. I, all right, Adam. I'm sorry. Like, like <laughs> I was saying, I like how they make how they give these characters flaws. Like Daniel has everything, but he's still trying to grow as a person. Um, Johnny, he is trying to be a good person, but his past keeps catching up with him. Yep. Well, I don't think necessarily his past keeps catching up with him. It's just he can't get over the flaws that he has. You know what I mean? It's it's like he's trying to do right, but he just can't because he had this mentality beaten into him to have. And he also is – and you see, the thing is, with him trying to be a better version of himself, he's doing it in such a in, – in, they said this so many times. He did it the wrong way, quote unquote. So he was negatively influencing all the kids. And they were so metaphorically speaking, like he was spreading, you know, the poison around. And then that's when at the end of season two, when he said, yeah, this was a big mistake. I should not have opened up Cobra Kai. Well, that's what I mean. Like his past catching up with him because he keeps on bringing stuff from his past and things from his past keep popping up. Like as soon as Crease popped up, I'm like, boy. Your life finna be shitty. Your life finna be <laughs> right. shitty. I, I'm not gonna lie though. I did like seeing him wolf Crease's ass for a little bit till Crease got the upper hand. Yeah, because I, I Robbie mean, got, come on, man. Robbie he, got in the way. He snuck him. He snuck him. All right, because you know his son attacked him, and he had to make sure his son was okay. Then he snuck him. Man, come on, bro. He, I always, you can't I always that. joke. I always joke around with um with Jason about how. The dynamic between Kreese, Robbie, and um and Johnny is basically Star Wars. Johnny's Darth Vader, Kreese is the Emperor, and Robbie's Luke Skywalker. 
Basically, like like it's it's in that field. I, I can give you that. Yeah, because it was. It, I thought about it immediately when I saw the season three finale when he walks into the um into the dojo to whoop Kreese's ass and they play that Star Wars like orchestral music and I'm like, wow, this base this is really Return of the Jedi, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You guys want to hear a horrible Star Wars dad joke? Oh hell. All right. I do it now before you forget. <laughs> all right. All right. What's a Mandalorian's favorite drink? What? Boba. Okay, so Crease is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. Crease. All right, Jason, go ahead. <laughs> so Crease has always, uh, apparently, we learned, was it season three? We learned that Crease, he just was, he was an asshole from the jump. He was asshole. No, 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 he no, no, from the no, jump. no, because he knew he could beat those dudes ass from the from the diner, but he chose not to. But he said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. And then what he and then he got his friend killed. I don't care what nobody say. Hesitating, got his friend killed. I mean, it doesn't give him the right to try to murder Johnny when he was when he was a teenager, when he lost. But Kreese has always been a piece of shit. And if even if he wasn't a piece of shit, it was that small Little time that we got when he was working at that diner back in the was it fifties, sixties? No, it had uh, seven, in the sixties, but uh, like sixties or seventies because it was during Vietnam. Yeah, so that would have had to have been in the late sixties, early seventies. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like, creases. The only problem I got with the show is just creases' motives. Yeah, he, I, he's he's blinded by he's. He's he honestly does suffer from PTSD because all the stuff he had to go through in Vietnam. I mean, his uh his girlfriend was I think died had his car wrapped around had her car wrapped around a tree and his um his drill sergeant was kind of abusive and yeah, he was, tried to kill him. Yeah, tried to kill him with it and uh, throw him in that snake pit and now yeah. when they're forced to fight each other. Yeah, but, yeah. get get the irony, you know. That, you know, yeah, his, his yes. since they tried to kill him, he tried to kill Johnny. Yeah, yeah. it just basically the, the dude is fucked up, and mm-hmm. and like his little like this whole thing with the robbery. The funny thing about that is like the kids are trying to clean up the adults' mess, and they're making right? their own and they're making their own mess in the progress. <laughs> I mean, in the process, like yeah. And season two, they fight in that school, almost paralyzed the kid. Season three, they they broke and entered into somebody's home while beating the shit out of beating the shit out of other kids. Right, oh, that, I, I want to say that was Daniel's house. Yeah, in yeah. Daniel's house. Yeah, yeah, broke a kid's arm, gave another child PTSD. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, of course, uh, you know, Daniel's wife gets involved. She's upset about, you know, Tori threatening Sam. And then she ends up getting uh, Tori fired. Now, I had some mixed feelings about that scene because I understand where, you know, Amanda, where Daniel's wife is coming from. But she could have confronted her when she got off work or something, because she does. It's like and it's like Chris said, this is the one time like we're actually was happy that Chris stood up for, um, you know, for Tori. When he said, well, I shouldn't say the one time, but like basically he was saying, listen, Amanda, not everyone is lucky as you. You you rich. Well, I mean, I, yeah. Well, I would have told Chris, yeah, not not everybody has 
Spike Knuckles about to go into their daughter's face because <laughs> a crazy little bitch decided she wanted to try and kill my daughter during school hours. So I'm sorry, but but, but in all in all fairness, though, she did steal her man. Man, I don't care. It it, it don't you know, call it don't that bitch crazy. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure the actress is a lovely lady, but hey. but <laughs> shout but, out to her. <laughs> but in this show, that motherfucker crazy. I mean, I just hey, tell hey, you uh, crazy to begin with. <laughs> hey, Tori and Robbie smashed, right? I don't know what what. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they did in in the Lambo, right? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I mean, wow. I didn't really. I didn't really think about that. But, but oh, yeah. By, by the maybe, way, maybe that, my I'm, mind I'm is like, on smashing too much because I think I do that a lot, like in, in the podcast. Because I even think I was like that with Echo and Powder. All right. <laughs> on. T- <laughs> what was about to say, Robbie? No, I was gonna say the um the fight the fight scene had been uh during prom night apparently it was like really cold outside so they had to uh so um and also they instead of uh, it, it it wasn't all them when they were fighting near the pool they actually had their stunt doubles like mixed in in between each um between each shots when they were, when they all fell into the pool the, yeah. and they actually made the stunt doubles uh, fall into the pool first. Yeah, man. I'm just oh yeah. wow. I'm just and then. The way, like, it just, like I was telling Robbie, in all of these seasons, mm. all this could have been solved with the simple conversation. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably, yeah. but, you know, they, they had to do it the hard way. And the hard way has gotten people um, hurt. It's gotten them expelled. So many things. Yeah, gotten people fired and yeah, stuff. Fired. Like, I mean, Zolo, like Zolo lost. Not Zolo. I'm sorry. Uh, Miguel Zolo's the act is the actor. Uh, Miguel, um, of course, he lost his identity in the tournament because he didn't know what he was fighting for anymore. He's like, "Why am I doing this?" Now, now he's probably right. going to go find his cartel daddy, but. We don't yeah, know if he's really part of the cartel. We just know he's a bad person. Look, man. I, I mean, they they heavily infer <laughs> what he was doing. You know what I mean? It, it's like, like I said, it's sort of like Robbie and uh, and Tori smashing. It's like, okay, if, if they didn't, they heavily inferred that. You know what I mean? That's a strong inference. Yeah, but now let's talk about uh, the little subplot that they had between the new... The new Cobra Kai, Kenny. Yeah. Who I feel like better strike while the iron's hot because I can see him playing Miles Morales. But, yep. but I agree. That's, we, that's literally what everyone wants. Like almost everyone I know who um who's watched Cobra Kai as a fan of Cobra Pot Kai, they want they want this kid to play Miles Morales. Yeah, so let's talk about him. Yeah, the, the black kid Kenny and at and um what was the, the Russo son name? Adam and, uh, Anthony, Anthony or something like yeah. All right. I never liked that little motherfucker since season one. Nah, neither have I. He is entitled, spoiled, and come to find out he a bitch. How you, right. <laughs> how you the only one in the Russo family that don't know Miyagi Do? I'm pretty sure even the wife knows a little bit. That little yeah, I was about to say, I even think the wife knows some. That little <laughs> kid is a and bitch. has no respect over the history and his teachings either. Yeah. 
Boy had, right. had the nerve to question by Mr. Miyagi. Boy, I would have thought the karate shot that kid in his throat. But anyway, yeah, man. So how'd y'all feel? How did y'all feel about Anthony being the bully or the aggressor towards Kenny? How'd y'all feel about that? How did y'all feel about how did I feel about that well, subplot well, in in like oh like in general? I actually like because go ahead, Adam. Well, I was go ahead. Well, I liked it because, like, honestly, like y'all said, I didn't like Anthony, so it was good to see him get his ass whooped. Like, honest, it, it it was almost like watching King Joffrey die. Oh yeah, oh, like, it was like yes, that motherfucker deserved that. You know what <laughs> I mean? So like, yeah, like, was- and I really liked the character development. Like, like I said, I really liked that kid because he. Uh, he no longer had his big brother around. And also, like, I even like the fact that Robbie knew his older brother. Oh, yeah, from uh, from Juvie. From yeah. Juvie or whatnot. And, and it was actually cool that his older brother and, and him, because they was beefing, you know what I mean? Like, in season three, they didn't like each other at all, but they wound up having enough respect for each other that he actually referred him to Robbie. Because it's like, shit, Robbie would probably be more likely to beat give up than to actually take him in you and know with all the crap that they went through it was a matter of trust too because he said look i'm in here and my brother is his brother you see kenny is like home by himself like he has his dad is in the military his mom is always working like he does not have a like a like a like a sibling fit like a big brother figure so you know i was a part of trust. he said hey look i want you to um really help um Hey, look, um, he basically, basically said, yeah, Robbie, I, I trust you to like, take care, you know, take care of my brother, whatever. But in of course, I think that's the reason, that's the reason why Robbie felt so bad in the finale. He was very upset because he was trying to do good, but yet he ended up making Kenny work, um, a whole, basically, uh, he turned Kenny into like a really horrible person. All right, know, let's, now, yeah. Let's be honest, man. Robbie, Robbie did was not trying to do good because he basically said, hey, yo, Kenny, come come join Cobra Kai, where we are talking about two psychotic old white men. Come join us. We'll get you right. Yeah, but I mean, even, and I'll just be honest with you, like, even people who are bullies or whatnot to other folks do tend to have, like, this tendency to want to actually turn someone into a better person or someone who's not like them you know what i mean because basically what he wound up doing is inadvertently turning him into himself and i actually kind of really liked that little scene with him and his uh him and um you know johnny or whatnot when it was like you know shit this parenting thing isn't as easy as you say it is yeah you know what i mean or as i thought it was because you know hell i was trying to do something and I thought, you know, hey, yo, I'm doing the right steps. I'm making the right moves. And the kid still turned out bad. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Yeah. But what I really want him to do is to do what he did with like, like basically, uh, I, I kind of want Kenny to kind of become like the next Miguel type character, you know, because Miguel, he went off on the, he was going off on the Cobra Kai deep end too. Yeah, yeah, but but I just think that I don't know until like while Silver Crazy Ass is involved in this, 
none of them kids are going to be good over there, Cobra Kai. Like, Robin, I feel like Robin's going to leave. I feel like uh, uh, Tori, she's going to leave. And then they're probably going to bring in somebody new, or they might make Kenny their their new champion or whatever. That would make the most sense. I think that's what's going to happen. Because the thing about Kenny is, like, I'm glad that they they didn't just, like, drop Kenny in there as if, um, you know, it didn't feel ran like Kenny didn't feel like a random character they just throw in there. Like he was a big part of the story. And I think that sets up um what season five is it only makes sense for him to be kind of the um like the uh, I guess their next like you know like their prodigy, unless they make unless they make you know Kyler like the star at Cobra Kai, because it, but the only but the only thing is they did Terry Silver did mention that they were opening up a, a whole chain of Cobra Kai's like all over all over the country. And only yeah. in a different location, so it's possible they'll probably introduce a new character who's you know who's older than Kenny, maybe like seventeen or eighteen or whatever. Um, because it's gonna be kind of hard for you know little Kenny to be like their star pupil. Yeah, and well, also, so actually, do you want to know what my theory is? Yeah, what's up? I think Mike Barnes is gonna come become part of it, and I oh, think Mike yeah. Barnes is gonna take is gonna take Kenny under his wing. And he won't be the star in season five. I think he's because it seems like what they're trying to do is divide up the years into like, like halves or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To so they can extend the show. But I think uh Mike is gonna start taking Kenny under his wing a little bit more, you know, because he's starting to get that you know badass attitude, kind of like you know, Mike Barnes had. And then I think in season six. He's gonna be the star that that passes up, you know, like uh, Kyler and them. And I mm. think he's gonna probably also do the breakaway thing, so they can keep it going. Because let's be honest, like Tori, Miguel, uh, Robbie, and uh, Sam, they're gonna eventually age out of the story. Yeah, but I think yeah. they. But didn't they say they were they weren't they were playing like Robbie? Did you tell me that they were only like? Like this show might not have many seasons left. Well, they planned on having like, like they had like a six season kind of like a six season blueprint. So they did confirm season five. Um, I mean, I don't really see how this ends in like just one season. So they're definitely not. I don't think they're going to stop at season five. So I think at the most, they'll probably end it at like maybe season seven or eight. Yeah, because they they don't want to expand the balloon because like. What else can you do? I mean, you can bring back Mike Barnes. Maybe you can have him as an antagonist, but I don't really see what else you can um you can do. But definitely after this, let's not forget Hillary Swank. Oh yeah, yeah, they could they could do that too. So yeah, Hillary Swank get that money. Well, you actually know who I think they will bring in that's not Hillary Swank. Uh, do you remember her boyfriend in the next Karate Kid? No, I didn't. See, I didn't see the next Karate Kid. But, um, oh, okay. Well, uh, people out there, I, I watched all the Karate Kid movies because you know, hey, yo, it was just something you had to do as a '90s kid, you know. But uh, basically, she had this boyfriend that was actually part of this thing for the school. It was kind of like they—they they were kind of like a security type thing or whatnot mm-hmm. for the school. And I think. He's going. Uh, he learned Miyagi Do from her. Oh, and I okay. think they might actually bring him in, and uh, as opposed to Hillary Swank. 
Well, and he'll probably have a different type of it because uh, Hillary Swank character in the next Karate Kid actually halfway already knew Miyagi though because Mr. Miyagi taught his uh, her grandfather how to do Miyagi Do because uh, her grandfather saved his life in World War II. And then he taught uh, Hillary Swank's dad and then Hillary Swank's dad like somewhat taught her. So, but it wasn't complete. It wasn't completed. You know what I mean? When it got to her. Well, that's probably going to be later on, but let's talk about what they set up for next season. Next season, I can already tell this probably going to happen um, simultaneously in two different locations. Uh, we can be up. I'm pretty sure like the first few episodes is going to happen in Mexico because Johnny's going to go find Miguel and knowing Johnny, he's probably going to get in some trouble. And, <laughs> and I'm now one thing I'm interested in. I'm interested to see what Danny does with the dude from the, uh, the Karate Kid 2. Chosen. Yeah, Chosen. I'm interested to see how that goes because He's talking about he he knows that he knows that he made a deal, but he can't honor it. So I wonder is like he gonna let chosen quote unquote be the sensei and he just overlooks it. Well, hmm, I'm curious about that myself because you know they said that they're gonna stop teaching, but you know, with Cobra Kai with their franchise, you know, all spread out. I mean, they're definitely not gonna be able to able to beat Cobra Kai in season five because when you have like that many students because you know who knows like what's gonna happen it's like i do believe i do agree with you about you know mexico with um johnny going to mexico to try to find uh to try to find uh miguel um i do think it is what else anything could happen because you do you did see we do see in the um in season four we we it's revealed that tori's um um win was not legitimate because she found found out that the um that the ref was bribed by Terry Silver. And so, you know, if she ends up like, you know, if she ends up uh, blowing the whistle on the whole thing, you know, that could, that, I think that, that alone is what's going to allow uh, them to have like a, tor- like a tournament to have like a big fight. And also my, um, an- another theory I have is that for the chosen, I do think like the, you know, Robbie, Miguel, well, that is if Miguel ends up, uh, you know, going, that isn't Miguel, like, you know, stays. I mean, I honestly think Miguel's probably going to leave after season five. I don't really see what, what more they could really do, you know, with him. But I always thought that, you know, that Sam Miguel and Peyton, not Miguel, um, Sam Miguel, um, Tori, and Robbie. I keep saying Miguel. Damn it. <laughs> it's but okay. I think, I think they're all going to – Um, I feel like that they're all going to probably – uh you know, learn under the, uh, you know, chosen from a Yagi-Do against Cobra Kai. Because I do think um, there are just so many unresolved unresolved issues. Then, of course, you get to Stingray, who 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 lied to the police about because he wanted to join Cobra Kai. Right. And I was and like, really, he, dude? He is, he, is the, uh, he is the definition of pathetic. It's like, dog, you a grown-ass man around all these kids, man. Just let you just let it go. Just let it go. And what and like even though I can't fuck with Crease, I'm like, damn, that's really messed up. Yeah. I'm like, like, damn, that's messed up. But and Crease is still gonna be charged because he assaulted an officer. Oh yeah. Right, right. (laughs) So well, 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 but see, here's the thing though. 
if if you get ill, uh, if you actually get arrested for something that you uh, for a crime you didn't commit, believe it or not, if the uh, the people who are trying to arrest you, they are attacking you. So it is self-defense. Oh, yeah. like like they can't they uh, like if you get found innocent, they have to drop that other charge because technically you acted in self-defense. But yeah, so now before we get off topic, one person, one uh, one more character I do want to touch up on is Sam. Like she is, uh, like she is, she like she's coping with her PTSD in the wrong way by being a bitch towards uh, um, towards a uh, what's his name Tori, because like she legit go to this. He goes to this girl's place of work, which I ain't gonna lie, I was scared at first. I thought her job, her new job was being a stripper. I was so they, scared. They did that on purpose, the way they framed I, it. I was so scared. Right, right. Like, I thought that too, right? <laughs> I was so scared. I was, no, 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 I, I know I don't like it, girl, but no, don't be no stripper. But, yeah, she came to her, like, her job as being, working at birthday parties just to antagonize, like, Sam. You good. Look, I know you've hurting, but you're going to get it back in the tournament. And speaking of the tournament, now the fight scene between um, Robbie and um, what's his name? Eli or Hawk. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. Like it was that was dope. It was cool. It was cool to see uh, like a stalemate between them, how they had to go to sudden death. And I was not expecting Hawk to win. Wasn't expecting him to win that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I literally sat there like my I, my I was on the edge of my seat because I really did not know who was going to win this tournament. But Man. I guess with Terry Silver there, it, it, it does make sense because now, you know, Thomas Ian Griffith, the, you know, the, he's going to have a lot more to do as Terry Silver in season five. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it made sense for Cobra Kai to win. And then, you know, Miguel's kind of technically still undefeated since he pulled his ass. <laughs> yeah i mean you're right though it's one of those things where it's like technically he's undefeated you know yeah. but but hey look man uh, a loss is a loss you know a dq is a dq a no contest is no contest you lost you know because and and actually i have a slight theory about uh, about um season five I think they're that uh, Miguel's father or whatnot, he's with the cartel or whatnot, but I think Johnny's going to get a dose of MMA when he's down there for some weird reason. I just, maybe, or maybe he you might know, get it, or maybe he might get a dose of cocaine on Johnny, but. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, man, now, yeah, like the whole thing with Sam, I was really thought like I was kind of one thing I like about the show. It come I'm conflicted with these characters because I be getting mad at them. Like damn, I see your point because in the final fight, I thought they were gonna let Sam win, but of course they had to let Tori win because let's be honest, Tori needed some type of win in life. She got the yeah. she, she got the landlord trying to solicit her for sex. That little nasty motherfucker should be in jail, right? Uh, um, she keeps she lost a job. Well, I think two jobs because of the Russos. She um, got well, she, no, no, no. She she didn't lose the mermaid job, and, and oh. technically, she quit. she quit that. Technically, one, Sam didn't uh didn't go to her job. Sam was was actually at a kid's birthday party, 
That's and she wound up being the entertainment. But yeah, so um, then that, then she got expelled from school because she tried to murder Sam. But now, so, she deserved that one. She deserved that one. All no, right, but man, let's let's not try to paint. I'm not. That shit. No, I'm not saying <laughs> she. I'm not saying she didn't deserve. But I'm just saying she needed a win because it's just a bunch of L just being thrown at her. So, and she lost Miguel. Don't oh, forget she oh, lost yeah, Miguel. Oh yeah, she lost Miguel. Back to Sam. So right. So it was like I'm glad that they gave her a win, but I was really expecting for um Sam to win. But then when I saw her, when they every time they start flashing back to the past, and and I saw them eyes start twitching, like oh yeah, she going through th- she going through that PTSD. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, I think what I was I was laughing my ass off when um when Sam um hit uh Tori in the face. Oh and then, yeah. Um, and then she looked. She glared right at Sam. And then you see this the shot of uh, Amanda. You know Daniel's wife, and she's like, "Oh shit." Yeah, but <laughs> I was right. like, "Oh no." <laughs> but man, but like closing um closing notes. This is a really good show and. Because it's so cheap, they can put they can push these seasons out so damn quick, and they're not losing any steam. And that's one reason, I like one thing I like about the show, it stays consistent. All the characters are likable, well, except for Anthony's bitch ass. But right, <laughs> yeah. But all these characters make the show entertaining, and the comedy is actually funny. The drama actually hits. I still think that season three has some of the most emotional moments. And to me, I like season three finale the best out of all of them. Okay. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. For me, it's season two. But I I, I do like the storyline of season three better. But like like to me, the storyline keeps getting better with each season. But man, you can't replace that that battle royale at school, man. That that that's gonna be hard that's, to beat. That has to be the greatest school fight in the history of cinema, <laughs> right? I mean, I can't think of anything else. I mean, it was like looking up on YouTube some of the best school fight fights in movies, and then like I see a lot of them. Like, yeah, I mean, this does, I don't see any martial arts, even though I did find one short film where. This woman who was bullied whoops like seven whoops like seven students' asses in the cafeteria, including the guy holding the camera. <laughs> but I'll yeah. send that to you. But personally, I thought season four, like I like the the reason why I like their finale that finale so much was because of like all the like how it all how it sets up all the other all the characters for season five. Because I just like the um like because it, it definitely it's gonna change a lot of relationships like moving full um moving forward and that's kind of why i really like you know season four the season four finale but that's well, just how i look at it well y'all i yeah. mean it seems that we all three have different different favorite seasons maybe we should right. have a, well maybe we should have a karate tournament see which one which one was the best well i'm not gonna lie though i will like to say that i do like uh kenny being in it because uh we finally got a good black karate kid yeah yeah. Instead of that Jaden Smith BS. Kung Fu kid. Yeah, Kung Fu. Well, I'm like, bro, this ain't even karate. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um and this show it's it's so balanced. Like even though we at its core, Johnny and Daniel are the two are the two protagonists, even though I, I argue a little more so Johnny. I mean, it kind of started with him and you know and everything, but like 
like this this show is so beautifully balanced because you know it doesn't just fo- focus on like one character like you know for a whole 30 minutes it just kind of it just kind of goes around you just say say here 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 are all the um here are all the characters this is what they need this is what they're doing you know this is what their motivation for doing everything so that's it's just this is exactly how you hand you handle character you know net strong narrative just you know everything so but, yeah yeah well yeah so if y'all haven't noticed we like this show my rating for it is gonna be uh i want to say 8.9 out of 10 popcorn buckets i'm docking point just because the cgi and some of the fighting still looks stiff, but I can't blame them. They're not working with a really big budget. So I'm pretty sure there's not, they don't have a, they can't. Afford. Warner Brothers. Yeah. So. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah. And then like some of the, um, some, it's like some nitpicky things with some of the characters and some of the, like I said, some of this can be solved with conversation. But other than that, I really love the show, love the characters, love seeing children beat each other up in this show because it's just entertaining <laughs> i i will still and always love the dynamic between uh danny and johnny in this show trying to work together yep, but, yeah right. last two seasons yeah but yeah man it's a not it's an 8.9 for me out of, out of popcorn an 8.9 popcorn buckets i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten popcorn buckets yeah crease you know his end game was kind of I feel like he was really just the setup villain for Terry Silver, in my opinion. I think that's the only reason, the reason why he was, he was kind of there. Um, but, you know, aside from the nitpicky stuff and also, some, you know, the CGI was, was mediocre. Um, I will say that it was a, I will say that I don't really have anything bad to say about really bad to say um, about this show. So I'm really glad I was able to enjoy it. I mean, you can honestly watch the whole the whole four, all four seasons, literally in like maybe a couple weeks, even less than that. A I mean, week. yeah, see a week. <laughs> right, I'm about to say a week easily. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it's, and it's so easy to get through. It's just 10 episodes. I just feel like most TV shows these days, they try to say, well, we're going to do like 20 episodes a season for 45 minutes per episode. Why? Well, <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> so what about you, Adam? What you got to give this, man? You know what? I'm going to give it a straight up 9.2 only because of, you know, man, I'm I just so happy that they brought back something and it was actually really good. I mean, the only thing I've ever seen that was brought back from the past that was good was uh, Degrassi. I know that's going to sound that sounds weird, but but hey. Oh, well, and hey. Uh, like, honestly, as far as dislikes go. Not gonna lie, uh, I'm I'm over them two nerdy kids, like you know, little white kid and little Asian kid with the glasses. I'm over them kids, man. Get, they barely, them out of the show. they barely bring in the show. Bring, they, bring back Aisha. They, like, ba- they I, I barely in the show. In they barely I know they in barely the in there, but whenever I see them, I'm like, God, I just want to beat the crap out of them. That, that's because you won them Cobra Kai bullies, Adam. That's why. I see, am, see, this, I am this, not Cobra Kai. This, this is the this is the this is the problem we got in this show. Problem. I'm a three ninja, not a, not a damn Cobra Kai. Well, you know what? Ninjas. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's why me and Robbie are gonna keep take this good shit, and you and yeah, you stay over there. But. <laughs> But now, hey man, I gave it a higher rating than y'all did. But now, 
Y'all, we've had lots of fun talking about this movie. Talk about kids beating each other up. Old man beating up on kids and themselves. So let's talk about uh, female spies. So I saw this trailer about a few months ago. And I, what caught my interest like, ooh, Lupita Nyong'o, I like her. Ooh, Jessica Chastain, I like her. Penelope Cruz, I like her. Um... Fan Bing Bing, I don't know you, but you look cute. Um, <laughs> Diana, um, Diane Kruger, I think I know you. So yeah, movie I'm talking about is the 355, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give this a chance. Did I like it? Did I hate it? We will find out right after this trailer. Remember that story that they told us about in training? about George Washington's first female spy during the revolution. They called her Agent 355 because they didn't want the world to know her real name. But her legacy lives on. We're the top agents from around the world. American, British, German, Colombian, Chinese. But now we have a common enemy. They can start World War III from simple reach of their keyboard. So we need to join forces. It's like half the CIA's most wanted. Always such a tough guy. I'm not an agent, I'm a therapist. They thought I would give you my secrets. Do you have secrets? We put ourselves in danger so that others are not. I'll handle the guns. Are you in therapy? I should be. You're the best in the world at what you do. You have cameras in your jewelry, comms in your earrings. You bump, I grab. The target is on the move. You're not going in there alone. We go together. I have a family. I cannot do this anymore. The bad guys are out there right now. You go home, you bring them with you. Are you under control? Are you? No. Black cars, all black, everything. I've got four more agents out on the street. I counted six, but thanks for the tip. I like the new team. We're the 355. Well, y'all, let me tell you something about this movie. I like this movie if it was back in 2008. So let me tell you about this movie. (laughs) This movie is the most bland, generic action spy movie I have seen. It is, it legit takes everything that you see all the bad all of the stuff you've seen in mission impossible movies from the jason Bourne movies even to the equalizer movies just picture that like shit it on and swirl up in the toilet and that's this movie so the premise of this movie (laughs) the premise of this movie is so (laughs) stupid it's so generic they so basically um there is this device, this MacGuffin that can take over 
the whole the uh, any power electric grid in the world sounds familiar you want to know why that sounds familiar because it's in every fucking movie from the early 2000s and the late 90s this movie adds nothing Mm -hmm. (laughs) it adds nothing new to the genre and i'm mad because when i was watching jessica chastain lupita nuango and penelope cruz on the screen i'm like y'all better than this y'all better than this and what makes me even more mad Apparently, um, the director of this movie, I should have known this movie was going to be shit from the director because Simon, the du- Kinberg. Simon Kinberg, if y'all don't know, he is the director of the Dark Phoenix, X-Men, the Dark Phoenix. Oh, shit. Yeah, definitely <laughs> should have known from then. And what may- and also Jessica Chastain apparently pitched this idea to him on the set of the dark phoenix so the shit was just bound to fail now at the beginning i don't know how far you got in the movie adam but at the beginning it started off pretty cool start off nice, a little bit of action scenes has sebastian standing there oh yeah he was in the trailer so sebastian Stan, he is jessica chastain's love interest and they come to find out look i'm just gonna spoil this movie because y'all ain't gonna i don't want y'all watch this bullshit i don't want to watch it <laughs> so Come to find out that Jessica Chad, um, Simon, Sebastian Stan, at the very end, plot twist, he is working for the bad guys because he is offered a big sum of money. Then he tries to kill Jessica, Chad, well, he tries to kill Jessica Chastain and her friends, and they're off their family, which is which was like the most surprising thing they did in the fucking movie. And the one that had the okay, like Jessica Chastain had something to do, Penelope, I mean not Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nyong'o had something to do, Diane Kruger had something to do, even um Bing Bing Fan, um Bing Bing Fan had something to do, but Penelope Cruz had no business being in this movie. First of all, she's not even a secret agent like them. She is legit a therapist for agents. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, why the fuck are you here? she's hot that's that's the only reason why she's hot like i back my mind i'm thinking like bitch why are you here you are a liability to this mission and then when they made her important i'm like that is fucking stupid because that 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 she would not be helpful in an op like this but yeah man i'm not gonna spend too much time on it it was just mediocre at best it was it was nice seeing an all-female cast. Wish it, it could have been done better. Like, I don't know what I expected from this, man. I I do this for y'all, man. I do this for y'all entertainment because I, I, I was telling I was telling Robbie, I wanna cut this shit off. <laughs> I, I wanted to cut this shit off, man. I had better, hey, I had better things to do. Like blend my hand in the blender than watch this movie it was, <laughs> man oh but if y'all want a verdict i'm gonna just have to give this a five out of ten popcorn buckets oh it's, wow that's actually generous really it's ge- generous <laughs> i will say reason i'm gonna oh, listen I, I was i was about to give it word i was about to give it the resident evil treatment but unlike resident evil welcome to raccoon city i had parts where I enjoyed this movie and some of the fight choreography looked nice and I like to see that they're letting the all-female cast shine 
But and and the chemistry is good first half of the movie, but it's like the second half is when the movie fell flat. First half, I was kind of digging it. Second half of the movie just fell flat because it was like another thing you try to do. What what hurts these movies nowadays is trying to set up for a sequel. Now, Simon Kidberg, I don't know if you listen to this, you're not getting a fucking sequel. Nobody's gonna give you money for this shit. Nobody give you money for the bullshit you put out. Because you wasted too much time trying to rush this rush your ending instead of patching things up nicely with a little bow. But no, you do what you did with Dark Phoenix and you break my heart. So for that, I hate you. I hate you. I want you to know that I hate you. But yeah, that was my review of the 355. And one more thing. That whole thing with the, I don't even know if that's even true, but if it is true, that's just stupid. Talking about George Washington at a female spot called the 355. Out of that's all, a lie. That is a lie. Has name, to be a lie. <laughs> out of all yeah, the names. Yeah, I, I looked that up after I saw it. Yeah, it, it didn't exist. Yeah, because that just sounds fucking stupid. Out of all the things you call, you gave her a lame ass name, the 355. That, that actually, that actually, they stole, they stole no, no, that, 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 that happened. They, they stole that from Why the Last Man because. You know, the, 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 the spy in the comic book, Why the Last Man, her name is 355. I'm That's sorry. That's they stole it from. Well, well, but but guys, there was an Agent 355. Oh. During the American Revolution. Uh, yeah, like, she, she existed. Okay. Oh, okay. So they basically just, so basically Simon Kinberg and Jessica Chastain just kind of rewrote history. Hey, Adam. Don't don't, don't do not stick up for Simon Kimberg. This shit should never happen. This look, shit look, man. I'm I'm not sticking up for the guy. I'm <laughs> no, just saying, no, you, you shouldn't even told me that. No. <laughs> no, you shouldn't even told so me wait, that. You know no. what I mean? You should have told me that. Cause now he's gonna be like, well, at least it was truthful. No, fuck you, Simon <laughs> Kimberg. I had to sit through all right, two, all right, all right, all right. I had to sit through two <laughs> hours and four minutes. Nothing moves too damn long. No movie. This movie should oh, not okay, be. Okay, we get two, it. No, this movie should not be two hours and four minutes. You had to sit through this movie. Oh man, you had to sit through this movie. Oh, but, oh yeah, Jason. I'm gonna just tell you this right now. I can actually name three movies that Diane Kruger was in that I'm pretty sure you've seen, and she was the main character. All right, shoot. Okay, uh, she was in Troy. Shit, she was Helena Troy in Troy. Uh huh. She was uh, also in Inglorious Bastards. She was the German spy chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she was Nicolas Cage's wife in National Treasure. So, so what you mean to tell me is she was in three other She's good movies. She's been in very good movies. She's been <laughs> she, in very good movies. She's been in three other good movies, <laughs> and she decided to be in this shit. All right. Okay. But yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, so was Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, so was yes. Penelope Cruz. Right, yeah, I mean, great cast. I mean, why you think I'm mad? And y'all? Jessica Chastain. I mean, come on, Ill- Interstellar, man. That's that's yo, my shit did, right there. You got yo, Bucky in there, yo. Why do y'all? Why yeah. do y'all? Why do y'all think I'm mad? I'm mad because this should have worked. This should. Hey, look worked. at Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces had a star-studded cast, and that movie sucked. Still, I, just just because just you got good actors does not translate to a good movie. But damn, it's an all-female cast, and you give them this shit. Okay, but hey, look at the amazing Spider-Man movies. Those all had great actors in it. Both right. of them suck. All right, we're not gonna rip the band-aid off of former wounds. So yeah, y'all, that was the. 
that was <laughs> the review for the 355. Now, we talked about my soul dying watching this movie, but now we have to talk about some sad, tragic truth, a truthful death. Apparently, was it today, Adam? Or yeah, was it, it was today. So y'all, I hate to say that Bob Saget, um, he was the dad and family, uh, I must say family house, in full house. He passed away from unknown reasons in a ho- in his hotel room at the age of 64 or 65? 65. I want to say it was 65. Passed at the age of 65. 2022. We just started and you already being disrespectful. I will always have fond memories of Bob Saget, not only from Full House, because I used to watch that every morning while being up early as hell to to be up for the bus. But also from um, America's Funniest Home Videos and his funny rants on the Internet. Yeah, he did have some funny rants on the Internet. I I also really liked his stand up. Yeah, he was he was he was a funny guy. I think he didn't he have a roast or he was at a, a, a um other other celebrities roast. I'm, I'm I think he was at a other celebrities roast. I don't know. I gotta Google that one. But yeah, man, he will always. There will always be great memories, good happy memories. I've that Bob Saget has given me, and rest in peace, sir. You brought smiles to a lot of people on this planet. Yep, and I'm one of them, man, because I I like that dude, man. He he was hilarious. Anything you want to add, Robbie? The voice of um Ted from How How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he was the narrator. Yep. Well, yeah, y'all. He brought so many smiles to so many people's faces, and you will be missed. Rest in peace, yeah. Bob Saget. Now to close things off. We talking about Bob Saget put a smile on our faces. We're going to talk about a man who keeps on putting frowns on people's faces. If y'all have not learned last week, the clown known as Antonio Brown has, has, <laughs> did, has did what we all expected him to do. He quit in the middle of an NFL football game. Um, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New York Jets. Now, a game they won, by the way. Yes, a game that they won. And they, I um, mean, barely, though. And it was against the Jets. I mean, it, it was one of them things where it was like, damn, really, guys, y'all getting your asses like, like, how is this not a blowout? Yeah. <laughs> but so, new, I've, I wanted to wait a week until I start talking about this because I wanted to get both sides of the story. So apparently, from what we know, AB's side of the story is that he was hurt. And he released a text message between him and Bruce Arians talking about that he had bone fragments in his um in his in his ankle or whatever. And like Bruce Arians was trying to force him to play. But then we got Bruce Arians saying that. AB just refused not to go back in. It's like they said they called uh they, they called the personnel and AB was supposed to be with that personnel, but he decided not to play. So it's a basically a he says he said he said type of situation. But I'm being honest, y'all. I've tried to show sympathy for Antonio Brown for so long. 
but this man is, has made it hard for me to be in his corner. He has done so many things from throwing furniture off a balcony to throwing a bag of gummy bear dicks at his wife in front of their kids to calling Mike Mayock a racist and trying to fight, trying to fight him also to recording locker room um, celebrations and while with the Pittsburgh Steelers, like this man has did a lot. And oh, oh, also he, he fought, he fought the cops and some movers. So yeah, from his track record, it's like, it was just bound to happen. I don't know what y'all think about this situation, but somebody need to get this man help. He has a bunch of enablers around him and the NFL Y'all are enabling this man, too, because GMs, as long as this man can catch a ball and run with that ball, they and teams will still be dumb enough to pick him up. Hell, hell, Adam. I, hell, Adam. I, I mean, your Cowboys like publicity. Yeah, y'all might pick him up. Hey, man, look, look. No, don't one. Don't be talking crap about my Cowboys. Hey, no, no, we made. We made the playoffs. Uh, last time I checked, neither one of y'all teams did. I'm just, hey, well, I'm just saying, no objective. You know, like, like they're, they're, the would be dirty birds ain't gonna be there, and uh, neither are the Chicago Bears. So I'm just saying, hold up, Chris. Objective, hold, hold up. up. <laughs> I'm just saying, objective, objectively, like you know how Jerry Jones is. Jerry Jones is Adam. He will do anything to keep the to literally just keep the uh, cowboy, literally to keep the Cowboys rele- uh, relevant, like. Remember when he signed Greg Hardy? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's what that's all we're saying. We're not like throwing shade, but that's literally that's literally that's definitely something Jerry Jones would do, you know? Yeah, and and I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. Uh, as a Cowboys fan, like 95 percent of all people who are Cowboys fans hate Jerry Jones. I, you know what? I don't. I'm not really surprised by that. Like, um, I tell people that all the time. Like, it, it, most people that love the Cowboys hate Jerry Jones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's that's honestly the only reason why, you know, I get, t- I get tired of hearing about the Cowboys is because of Jerry Jones being crazy. Like, when Tony Romo was hurt when Dak first started, and Dak was clearly the better option, he was playing better. I'm sitting here thinking, Jerry, why do you talk about Tony Romo? You have Dak Prescott right here. He's like, well, we kind of want Tony Romo to play, but we have Dak, so it's okay. I'm like, Jerry, shut up. But, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know how y'all feel, but I just feel like Antonio Brown, he's like, nobody should go after this man. He needs help. He needs some type of help. And if he don't want help, if he don't want help, then we're going to have to start holding this man accountable for all of his actions because he well, was bro, it's CTE. Probably. I think it's CTE we, making well, him like that. We, we tried, you know, doing like, this has been happening like for years, you know, I, I don't think, look, my, look, my father has been watching football longer than all, than all three of us. Right. He's been watching this since like the sixties right. like and seventies, you know, and he said that never in his life has he ever seen a player player you know act out like this like never the minute you throw a bag of gummy a gummy worm dicks at your wife that's when i know you'd gone off the deep end first of all i don't know what where he got that bag of gummy bear dicks from (laughs) but Uh, probably from condoms to go but man like this man is a menace wherever he goes (laughs) 
It was after he was placed on the cover of Madden 19. No, it 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 started. I'm telling you, I've been I've been telling you from the from the very day. The origin story of Crazy AB was when Vontez um, Burphy laid his ass out in that game against um um when they played the when they, yeah when they played the Bengals. That is the cause of him acting stupid. I just I'm I'm done with this man, y'all. I'm I'll wipe my hands clean of him. This is probably gonna be the last thing. Last time y'all hear me mention this man on this show, I cannot do it no more. I am done with Antonio Brown. I hope he gets help. And if not, A.B., stop doing stupid shit. He honestly honestly should just retire. I remember when he he was cut by the Raiders and he was celebrating. And I'm like, didn't you just sign a two-year $50 million contract? Why are you happy about missing out on $32 million guaranteed? There is no one, no one ever celebrates losing thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, when when you that dude, you you celebrate a lot of dumb stuff. I just, well, you know what? I can't, I can't, end, I can't end things on, on on that note right there. I, I can't end things on that note. So I got. I got something that I was trying to say for y'all. Well, not not what y'all seen on the screen now. I was Lots. not trying to. No, 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 not 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 that, not, not that. So, oh yeah, I forgot, so, I forgot about this. This I didn't is watch it yet. This is the last. Well, this is the teaser trailer for a superhero show that added something new, and was pretty violent. Yes, yes, folks. About two days ago, they released the trailer for season three of The Boys, and we finna watch it now. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That is a look of a fucking crazy man. Right. <laughs> that is a look of a fucking crazy man. Oh. June 3rd. Yeah. Why do we have to wait so long? It's like five months away. And while I'm privileged to be one of the world's greatest superheroes, I'm even more privileged today to announce my new title as Chief Sustainability Associate. And liquid death mountain water. Scientists and most of the dolphins I've talked to say that by 2050, plastic pollution will outweigh fish life pound for pound in our oceans. And that's why liquid death is pure mountain water. Comes in aluminum cans because they're infinitely recyclable. Uh, 10% of all profits go to help ocean plastic cleanup. That's pretty cool. We can all be heroes by declaring death to plastic. And it burns when I breathe. We're to do good, so please, keep our oceans blue. What the hell? Right. Boy, what the? Man, the deep is a tool. Oh, my God. Yo, so, yeah, yo, that was... The season trailer. Season three trailer. <laughs> that was such the most, that was the weirdest teaser I've seen. 
<laughs> you see a crazy white man smiling at you, and then you've got a white man trying to kill kids right. by burning plastic. <laughs> right. It's like uh you guys know you know that pollutes the air, right? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Hey, as long as the water, as long as it's not the water, we we good. No, nah, no, nah, see, that's the problem though. It'll get in the clouds and then that shit'll descend back in. Well, Adam condensation. Well, yeah. Adam, well, Adam <laughs> the deep, well, Adam the deep is stupid. So <laughs> of course, man. We all know that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I cannot wait to this to season three because I've in, thoroughly enjoyed season one and two when it was out. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. But y'all, I wanted to end it on that positive note since we had a Last two topics was about a very beloved person leaving the earth and a dumbass that is terrorizing the earth as, as we speak right now. So that concludes this episode of the Bring the Popcorn podcast. If you want to join the conversation, we have a Facebook group at facebook.com slash bring the popcorn. That's facebook.com slash B-R-A-N-G-D-A. P-O-P-C-O-R-N. And also, if you have, want to send an email with any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me at brainthepopcorn93 at gmail.com. That's B-R-A-N-G-D-A-P-O-P-C-O-R-N-93 at gmail.com. Mr. Adam, where can the people find you at? Uh, you can always find me on Facebook under Adam Sampson. I'll be the dude in the All Might suit. All right. What about you, Robbie? Where can they find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y underscore media. You can find me at um, on Facebook at Robbie Hebert, H-E-B-E-R-T is the last name. And you can find me on YouTube at Ambitious Films if you want to see my videos. And if you want, if you have any suggestions on more videos, you can send me your questions and email me. So have a good one, guys. Yeah, y'all, y'all have a good. I don't know, Robbie. Maybe you can direct the three fifty five sequel, but right. <laughs> but like I always, know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford <laughs> all those that star power. <laughs> right. Well, actually, the producers of the, the executive producers are the ones that pay. Actually, just so. sneak, it, just sneak it to the studio. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna care. They'll, they'll look the other way. But y'all just remember when you always come to the reviews and this podcast, just remember to always bring the popcorn. All right, y'all, we are officially out. <laughs> <laughs>